This is the audio-only version of a video preview brought to you by the UR Team Number Podcast. For more information, go to yattencast.wordpress.com. Welcome to the fifth preview episode of the UR Team Number Podcast. My name is Michael Harmstone, and joining me is one guy who's backed by popular demand, just not from Canadian producers, Logan Saunders. Afternoon. Afternoon, or evening for me. And leeches love him, but fans of the Cowboys don't, Ben Powell. Howdy. Howdy. As with all our shows from last year, we are live for the next hour and a bit, so please get in contact with us with any predictions you have for this upcoming season. Please make sure the one prediction you don't send in is that it's going to be shit, because we know that. And if you're watching on Google+, Plus, you can use the Q&A. Uh, YouTube's have the comments underneath this video, and you can tweet us using the hashtag YSCNCast, which you can see when Ben or I are on the screen. Yeah, I think. Yeah, somewhere down in that corner, no. I suppose. Oh, I got nothing. Yeah, we're just excluding you because you can't be asked, Logan. Yeah. Uh, So, what do we think this season's going to be like, apart from shit? Um, I probably think it's going to be shit, but I've been wrong before. Then again, I've been right before. You know, 24. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think it's going to be as bad as All Stars, but I don't think it's going to be very good. It's going to be hilariously bad. I have hope that it's going to be better than the whole, like, than the, like, the 19 to 24 stretch. You have Hope Driscoll? You have Hope Driscoll from Survivor Caramelling? I'm not going to acknowledge that. Terrible (laughs) time. Keeping hope alive. Anyway. (laughs) The stretch from, like, 19 to 24 is sort of, like, very model of, like, 24. 25. That they pretty much found their found their sweet spot. So hopefully it's not a fluke like Survivor 25 was. Yeah, I mean it worries yeah, me that it worries me. We still don't know what the team who come in first on the first leg is going to get because deep down I probably know it's going to be an express pass or two express passes or 15 express passes because they're going to do something 15 ridiculous. Express passes and a triple U turn. Exactly, a triple blind double U turn. And a date. And a date, yes. Uh, <laughs> so, according to CBS, the race will have a dirty start, literally, as teams will have to navigate through a muddy obstacle course before jetting to their first location, Tokyo, Japan. The races will hit five continents, big exclamation point, uh, and eight countries during this season of the race, including stops in Bangkok, Namibia, Monaco, and more. But they won't only be racing this season. On each leg, one lucky team will pull a kill. A clue that includes a date night ticket and a hotline to Chris Harrison. The couple will be able to take advantage of a one-on-one romantic activity, such as a steamy evening at a hot springs in Nagano, Japan, or stargazing at the Bavarian Public Observatory in Munich, Germany. And any racer who does not receive a rose will leave. Yeah, all greeters will be armed with a rose this season, and the last team to show up will be without one, and will you have to be sent home in a limo. Oh my god! (laughs) Pretty much only the tasks for this season is what's going to save the season, because so far, the idea for this twist is terrible, and (laughs) as we're going to get into the teams, I think we've, each of us said that we only like about two or three of the teams uh, heading into the season, and compare this to last season, where we pretty much liked every team heading into the season, uh, this is not a very good sign. Indeed. Uh, and also, even the teams that I like probably aren't going to go that far. There's yeah, certain teams, I concur. Yeah, there's at least one Blighting Date team where I like one person in it, and I'm like, ugh, do they really have to be partnered? Can they not just run on their own because they're going to be hilarious car crash television? I'm, I'm watching this purely for the car crash television, I think, this year. It's not going to be well, a great season. It's going to be a car crash season. They're just trying to repeat the Amazing Race 6 where it was all couples at the end, so they're just trying to double up on that, even though the Amazing Race 6 received very poor critical acclaim when it first aired. Well, our official subtitle for this season is Amazing Race 26, The Amazing Race 6 Redux, as I promised you it would be. Indeed. Shall we get cracking on the teams? Yeah, so, first up... I've got one thing. Go on, man. I 
find it really weird. Like, I'm, I'm sure that CBS doesn't, like, personally produce each show. I think there's, like, a different production company behind, like, each of their reality shows. But, like, it's interesting that they recognize that, in, on a whole, on the CBS reality show front, they recognize, like, they recognize that a, that a season or a show was good or, or terrible, but they don't know why. They can't, you know, identify why. I mean, it's pretty obvious to everyone who watches it why, but they're sort of like, you know, don't even, they either go in the exact opposite direction or just like, you know, try to waffle around it and they don't really get near it at all. Like, Amazing Race 24 wasn't popular and one of the reasons it wasn't popular because one of the only teams worth a damn going into the season was not competing. It was, it was a, two people who had never raced before. And, you know, a team that had never raced together before won the original All-Stars, and they're hated forever. Nobody likes them, ever. The one exception sort of like... to that rule, I will say, is that CBS seemed to be quite aware with Survivor this year that 29 did not work, and that was because they thought of the twist first and then went for the cast. Whereas... 29 they... worked. Yeah, but it wasn't that well received, and they realised it was because they were they said, we need to do Blood versus Water 2 now, rather than getting the cast together first and then going, hmm, we might be able to do Blood versus Water. Like they did meanwhile, this time. The, meanwhile, the... You know, Big Brother on Big Brother front, they recognised. Oh, people didn't like Big Brother 15. We should change that by not casting any personalities whatsoever. <laughs> well, there'll be no conflict apart from Frankie Grande, who then says, "Women choose we love you." Do do not mention that name. Yes. <laughs> we we've had two podcasts this year he already. Must not be named. Yes, we've had two podcasts this year already. He's been mentioning both of them, including our chat with the Guidos. <laughs> Which All right, the... moving on, moving on. Nobody <laughs> cares about my rambling at 7.30am. Right, shall we move to our first team then? And starting yes. off with the, mo team, the most dynamic personalities in the cast. It's Matt and Ashley! Hey. I'm walking here! Hey, I'm trying to walk here! Ha, you did get the Grand Theft Auto reference. I, I did. Uh, <laughs> but yes... Uh, hairstylist from New York. Uh, they frequently cut each other off during the intro interview. Um, uh, they lack focus. <laughs> Definitely lack focus. And that's going to be a problem if his biggest concern is sitting on a plane for long hours because, believe it or not, you frequently ride a lot of planes for extended periods of time on The Amazing Race. One thing I will say about them, they have the best meeting story of any team in this cast. They met. Yeah, they're pretty much together because of a cock blocking, if, I, uh, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> cock block is the term I used in my notes as well. They met while he was dating one of her best friends. He then got cock blocked while she said, whilst he was trying to get with another one of her friends seven years later, whom she told uh, that he was gay, and then they got together afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, they are they're very talking over each other. They're quite typical New Yorkers. They're very brash. CBS is already off to an adventurous start, casting <laughs> under four same scripts Ash Clacks in reality television. Yeah, like a male hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, like a male hairdresser. Is this thing on? She's also scared of new environments. Which is, you know, not the best thing to say when going into Amazing Race. <laughs> uh, I, I suspect they're going to be an absolute train wreck. And with the fact, that, with the fact that we know there's a U-turn in the first leg, and that CBS wouldn't mention it unless it actually was used, probably they might be quite a target if they're quite loud. There's only one other team I can think of being a target because of being quite loud, and we will get to them. Oh, come on, you Yorkers aren't allowed. <laughs> yeah, let's just think about all the other New Yorkers that we've seen. With the exception of probably the Beekman boys, every single New Yorker has been a very loud stereotype. Three days? 
Wait, they're not from New York, never mind. Yeah. They're Californian, aren't they? I thought they were Florida. It doesn't matter. We'll find out. I'm sure I can Google it. Um, I, I have them finishing mid tier for the season. Boring. Yeah, I I think they'll probably be out about sixth place ish. I think ninth. The, uh, the Guidos are Californian, by the way. So no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I think they'll probably be about sixth place. But she would love to get back to the core of the relationship before Instagram was invented. This tells you all you need to know. They are one of those teams. Also, best hobby in the cast, getting massages. We saw how that worked out. Yes! <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> I wonder if the hairstylist will also have sheer willpower uh, throughout the course of the season. Sheer. Sure. Oh, Logan. Yep. Maybe they'll yep, be... I killed the boots, so should we move on to the next team while uh, <laughs> while I, uh, <laughs> momentum comes to reaching halts? Do you not think that Matt and Ashley are going to be a cut above the rest? Oh. <laughs> okay, Tommy Hilfiger. Yes. <laughs> the next team is, I think, Ben's favourite one in the cast. It's CJ Libya! Yay! Libby. Libby. Libya. Yes. Oh. oh, that would have been a fun time in high school on roll call with uh, that name. Libya! Oh, that's just brutal. <laughs> yeah, what, what's brutal is the fact that she says the one country she wants to go to is Libya because she's named after it. A, because the Amazing Race would ever go to Libya, and B, because that will end up well. Well, Robot. isn't the lion from uh, Robin Hood the king of uh, Libya? Probably. That's a very obscure reference, if true. <laughs> it was a John Stewart running joke that they had where the lion from uh, from Robin Hood greatly resembled Muammar Gaddafi. All right, of course. <laughs> I explained my own joke. Okay, um, why do they have their town name on their shirt? Um, because they're from Bama. America. Yeah, because America. Oh, they're positives. He's very good at under pressure. She's volatile and impulsive. He's calm and collected. Total opposites. Yeah, we're total opposites. And also, all of his hobbies are very passive. Which does not bode well. Yeah, I don't see them going that They're far. I like them, but I don't think they'll go far. They are my first boot prediction. I know that will disappoint Ben greatly, but I think they'll be out first. I don't like them because of any like no, they're grabbing me. For, they're, they're like, I, I just, I just, it's just, uh, sorry. I I only really like them out of the two teams. I think that I only like from this. This cast so far is because they have a distinct voice, and it's like I can remember that. Oh, yes, I remember Olivia and CJ. Cool. What is it I'm about? Not... Yeah, what is it about teams from Kentucky who are this archetype, basically? The sort of slightly overweight team. Because with, with the exception of Mark and Bopper, we've had Lynn and Caroline. They came third. Yeah, but they were at the back of the pack for a long time, weren't they? But they came third. They came third. That's Bethany Hamilton. <laughs> We've had Dave and Mary who were Kentucky, weren't they? All-Stars. Um, yes, also 10th place in All-Stars. Nine. Nine. Nine, sorry. Get your facts straight, Harmstone. Sorry, ninth place. I knew as soon as I said it. <laughs> yeah, and, well, Mark and Mallory are an exception as well, aren't they? But we've never really seen a completely successful team from Kentucky. Apart from their own Carolyn. Yeah, they don't count. <laughs> They're from Alabama. The first ever female team to make the yeah. final three doesn't count. Uh, actually, CJ and Libya are from uh, Alabama, aren't they? 
Yes. Good. I thought that's what you were going for, and we're just mixing up your states intentionally. Mm, wasn't intentional, but yeah, I'll go with it. <laughs> so uh, he's claustrophobic and a picky eater. I'm sure that won't come up. Given that in the Meet the Cast video, we actually saw what looks like them eating balloons. Not necessarily them, but we saw a team eating balloons. Yay! So another trip to the Philippines? Mm, not sure about the Philippines. I'm assuming it'll be in Thailand. All Asian countries are the same anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, her hobbies include eating. <laughs> yeah, he's a picky eater. She likes eating. And, total uh, opposites. Yeah, total opposites. And uh, he interprets... Two steps forward, one step back. He interprets things she says as being mean, but she has his best interests at heart and would never intentionally hurt him. So she fully admits that she will. <laughs> yeah. If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it. What? Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Speaking of rings, he didn't mention that he wanted to buy lots of rings if they win the million dollars. I think it was mostly Labib that wanted rings. Yeah. So, yeah. And she also doesn't see Or what just maybe Sonic the Hedgehog. Lots of rings there that they can just collect. So, if he's Sonic, does that make her Amy Rose? Unfortunately, that is a possibility. Actually, he, he's more big the cat, I think. Sonic! <laughs> and uh, sh she also does not see what he's saying when driving. Do you get what I'm saying? No. Or do you see what I'm saying? No. Um... So yeah. Do you have any more, have any more interesting teams? Mm, no. <laughs> We've got more teams to absolutely bag on. Such as our first blind date team, yay! Tyler and Laura! Tyler looks like a cross between Rhino from Survivor Pearl <laughs> Islands and Anthony from The Amazing Race 15. That's the first thing I picked up on. Yeah, he does, actually. He... <laughs> He is from Florida, but just moved to Santa Monica. Macta! And he works. An actor for... with an app. Yeah, and he works for a tech startup so developing he, apps. He moved to Santa Monica? Uh, Santa Monica? Tyler did. Tyler moved from Florida to Santa Monica. Half the team's you know, in Macta, this. You know, Macta means model, right? Like, he's not modeling anything with that face. <laughs> he's modeling his app. He's modeling a horse. <laughs> Half of the. Um, the teams are composed of either people from Florida or California, or people who are from Florida move to California. California. Or were rejected from the Bachelor auditions. Yeah, pretty ah, much. Wizard. So with all our blind date teams, we find out what they would like and dislike in a potential partner. He doesn't like laziness or nagging. Doesn't like conflict, bro. And he's looking for someone enthusiastic and optimistic. So they paired him with a talent looker from Southern California, who's known to be bossy because she's very successful in her career because of it. This is going to end well. His mellow will be first. Yes, it will. Um, she wants to feel loved and cherished. And she turns 30... I should have an overlay for, like... <laughs> like, uh, on top of, like, um... <laughs> oh, Ben. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, she has maybe the most irritating whiny voice in the entire cast, which made her meet Laura video very, very annoying to watch. She reminds me of a human unicorn. <laughs> yes. This I is... paired up with the guy that has a horse app, so very this is... fitting, very yeah. fitting. This is Team Human Unicorn now, officially. <laughs> and she sort of resembles Emma Stone a bit. A little bit, a blonde Everstone. Yes. Uh, her hobbies include cooking delicious and healthy meals, and she's most proud of not snoozing her alarm on a Monday morning. That is not something to be proud of. Oh, and she's fearing what her 30s uh, will come about. Yeah, yeah. so it's such exciting stuff. She turns 30 You can see why I went with the human unicorn angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
So I literally have nothing more to say about either of them. Because they are quite a bland team, with the exception of her very annoying voice. She's so, interesting, sort of, but I have nothing more. I really have nothing to say about them. So shall we? I don't know. I picked them as wild cards. I don't know where they'll finish in the standings. Yeah, I, mean, I think they'll probably be the sort of Jeremy and Sandy style team who sneak through, and everyone goes, "They're still in, really?" Ugh. But they've got no business winning. Let's be honest. Onto a team who absolutely would be the most ridiculous winners if they did win. It's our second blind dating team of the recap, or the preview. Jeffrey and Bracky! Hands down, my favourite team in the entire cast. <laughs> because she is a ridiculous human being. Rachel 2.0? Go on. Oh, she, she's... I went into it thinking she's Rachel 2.0, but she is much, much more ridiculous than Rachel. She's sort of Rachel in season in Big Brother 12 before she met Brendan. She, <laughs> she's the first... very first, first thing she says on her bio is she does not want to, uh, to have a partner who's unattractive. This is the sort of person we're dealing with. Reasonable concern. <laughs> Um, what else? She's a former Miami Heat dancer as well as a showgirl. Um, she, her celebrity crush is Paul Walker, and I googled it to make sure of this afterwards. But Paul Walker is the guy from Fast and Furious who died, so technically, a celebrity crush is exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was in some poor taste. <laughs> I'm so proud of that one. Uh, so he, he works in uh, sales, and his hobbies include professional networking. What? That is a most ridiculous. Networking, you know. Yeah. Communications. Yeah, but it's the most ridiculous thing to put an amazing race buyer. That is not a hobby. I think professional social networking is a hobby for all of these teams this season. Yeah, I mean, we've already had um, a team trying to get back to the core of their relationship before Instagram, and now we've got uh, Jeffrey doing professional networking. And um, his number one thing that he wants out of a partner is someone with, and I quote, a great-looking face. He also wants somebody who can sure. build yeah, stuff. Yeah, That's he... a very weird thing for him to point out. Yeah, he's not great at building things. <laughs> this like is personality. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She definitely carries the personality for the scene. Uh, he also he also says he doesn't have a filter, which with a partner like Jackie, this will end well. Especially if he doesn't like people who can't take a joke, and she's big on respects and has issues with anyone who disagrees with her. Oh lord. <laughs> Oh, this this is going to be a hot mess of a team. And they will be a magnet for any U-turn, I suspect. Because she's going to be just like a lightning rod of everything bad about this season, I suspect. She's going to be... Well, good and bad, yeah. She's going to be completely hilarious to watch, but she's going to be like running around Japan shouting at people. That's good. Yeah. And just reinforcing the stereotype of uh, ugly Americans. No stereotype, it's true. Well, yeah. I know some ugly Americans. Uh, he's also never been outside of the US, not even on a cruise, to quote him. And his biggest fear is being on a missing flight. Which I'm assuming he means like the Malaysian Airlines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's harsh. Well, no, I think that's genuinely what I meant. Rather than, you know, just missing a flight. So, where do we think they're going to land? I um, think they'll make it close to the end. Fifth place. Yeah, I think probably about fourth-ish. I don't think they'll make the final leg, but I think they'll make it to the final week purely because CBS will be touting the hell out of them. 
because they're going to be picking up a lot of the slack for this cast. Yeah. I like how she just wants to be a combination of Kim Kardashian and Nicole Scherzinger in her bio. Yeah, I mean, I can kind of see it, but... <laughs> she just has one of the more ridiculous bios we've seen in an Amazing Race season. And she, she's perfect. Yeah, with the way this card is going, she might be carrying, she might be carrying slack. So. Well, she will be carrying the slack as his bet. I guarantee that... All props, all, props to, all props to Jackie, then. When they, yeah, when they get eliminated, there will be sad music, I suspect. And everyone on the internet will be going, Oh, I still have to watch this season with land people. And she can lead the dance routine for that sad music uh, when she walks out. Yeah, to talking of dance routines, there is one task that we know of already, which is the, um, the one that I'm assuming is... In uh, in Thailand, which is the showgirl task. I find that a very poor taste, but yeah. I I'm pretty sure we've seen. A, I think in the Meet the Cast video there was an image of her doing this task. I think. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was overlaid with her speaking about being a showgirl. And then it like pan across to him doing it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, shall we move on to our probably biggest uh, or most likely team to win, I suspect? Olympians? The Olympians! Yay! Said no one. Heroes! <laughs> I don't hate them. And I know this comes from me not particularly liking Natalie and Megan in the Canadian race, but I think he has one of the funnier bios of the cast. He obviously has quite a good sense of humour. When you mentioned hating Natalie and Megan, so... <laughs> Talking of Natalie and Megan, are they going to puke? Because we need hashtag Olympian puke to continue. We have a yeah, record for you guys. Yeah. We have a record to uphold. So uh, I don't hate them either, but they're the most boring team I think I've ever seen make a meet the cast interview because it ends after a minute. It's it's a, it's a really really short interview. I think she's a lot. I'm more sure he's funny in real life. Yeah, I think she's a lot more on boring. Camera, than I think he's just going to be boring. Yeah, I think she's more boring than he is. She doesn't really have a personality, but he says stuff like his job is uh, racing down an icy chute and wearing spandex one-pieces with his closest buddies, and saying Hugh Jackman reminds him of himself due to his power beard growing. Yeah, I think this team is probably definitely the in, uh, entire an entire statement towards the whole cast being as bland as you know you know this cast I guess yeah but like I think they're they're either going to go one, one way or the other either A they're going to get U-turned right out of the gate because Olympians threats or B they're going to win yeah I mean they are my number one choice for winners I think because as we've seen in Canada Olympians tend to be quite good against normal people in Amazing Race well, they have all the skills needed to do well. They can, you know, they're quick, agile, they're fit, they are, they're well traveled. They can probably get by in uh, most uh, most countries, and they tend to have a very calm and focused uh, personality as well. So, and they're competitive. So, it's no surprise that Olympians are always going to do well at the Amazing Race. And yeah. I expect that because they're Olympians, they'll also be well liked for the audience for. No other reason than the fact that they are Olympians. So, do you, do you think they're probably going to win? Do you think that Natalie and Megan's casting in Canada probably brought them closer to getting their own set of Olympians? Because we've not had any Olympians since Tom, uh, Andy and Tommy. We suck. <laughs> I like bringing up Andy and Tommy around. Ben. And for the record, not going to go for. Which I have opinions on, so. That's yeah. entirely up to you. For the record, not going to go for the obvious reference there because it's coming later. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, they want an alliance as well. So I, I suspect they, if they were loners, they probably wouldn't want. They probably would be quite big targets for the leg one U-turn, but I don't think they will be purely because they seem to be quite inoffensive, and they sure as hell will not tell anyone that they are Olympians. I suspect because it's not like with Natalie and Megan. I don't Megan, know if they're that conniving. I don't think they will. Purely because with Natalie and Megan, it was pretty obvious given that they are Canadian hockey heroes. But will anyone really recognize a short track speed skater? Or a box yeah, there's a problem. Going outside the, their own country, and Americans don't know anything about outside their own country, so probably not. Exactly. I mean, they've both only won bronze medals as well. If they'd won gold, they probably would have been more familiar to people. But I don't think they're going to be that. They would have been. On a Cheerios box. Exactly. They're probably not going to get recognized by anyone. So if they've got a good cover story, it's fine. Um, her biggest hate of him is his damn plaid New Englandy coral and pattern shorts. And he reminds her of Superman. So what do we think their kryptonite will be? Personality? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I can't help Misplace their passport or something it's ridiculous like themselves. that. Well, and, and, also, calling them, yeah. and also, does that mean that Amazing Race is filmed in British Columbia? Because you know... Smaller. What? <laughs> oh, right. I don't follow Superman or its respective spin-offs. I could not care less about it. Especially Superman 64, which is the worst video game that has ever been made. Really? Yeah, I think the modern references, Michael. Okay. Sorry for watching Smallville at the moment. And uh, she reminds me... It finished in 2010. I'm only half a decade off. Listen, I watched uh, I watched the entire box set of Friends before that, <laughs> which is 2007. You know what they say? That, uh, what did they say? <laughs> well, you know what they say. Um, and she reminds him of Snow White, which you know is a ridiculous thing to remind her of. Don't you mean he? Reminds her. She reminds her of Snow White. Or yeah, never mind. You're right. He he can remind her of uh, Snow White all he likes, but that would be quite weird imagery (laughs) of having a a bloke who's probably about my height, six five, (laughs) dressed as Snow White. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, shall we move on to who I think will probably be the most successful um, blind dating team? It's Blair and Haley. Or as Ben, ben called them, the Doctor Blind dating couple. And, and Haley sounds just like Heidi Strubble from uh, Survivor Amazon. I knew it instantly when she started speaking. <laughs> you knew it instantly. Yeah, the same have more fat to race on. <laughs> well, it is a disability being uh, paired up as a blind dating team. It's a handicap. So, <laughs> will she be the uh, smartest person in the cast, then? She's probably not going to be that far off, actually. Well, with that, with that hair, with that fake hair and that fake implant stuff, I, I, I don't doubt half the cast will be scared of her. Like, <laughs> like, like they were um, so, he is a doctor in the Navy from Virginia who lives on the border of Georgia and Florida. Shocker. Uh, he's hard to please and doesn't like re- being di- disrespected. He wants intelligence, optimism, curiosity in the world, and an outgoing personality. Um, he's well travelled and doesn't want the money, but wants to reach the finish line. So what that tells me is he has, yeah, he is no not going to be competitive. Sadly, he doesn't seem like it. No, no but I, I still think he'll go far, but. Yeah, there is that. He doesn't have quite the competitive edge. I wonder if he likes the village people, though, with being in the navy and all. 
Yeah, but then you get random things in his bio, like the, the fact that he competes in Ironman competitions. So he's obviously got some sort of competitive spark, he just doesn't really care about the Amazing Race that much. It's Would it be fair to say that... Calling himself elf against other... We did not catch a word of that. I know, I just froze up. I, I was just saying, would it be fair to say that he's more about uh, that he's more about challenging him? Yes, it would be fair to say he's more about challenging himself. But not challenging the audience. And did you catch the celebrity uh, combination in his bio? Uh, let's see. Ah, oh, shit. Um, I did not. He is. He thinks he is the child of Ryan Gosling and Brad Pitt, and if that child was born, it would be tutored by Stephen Hawking, mentored by uh, forget who. I, I can't even read my own handwriting. Uh, mentored. Oh, but mentored by Maya Angelou, and trained by Bruce Jenner. <laughs> wow, <laughs> he was really going for as comedic of an answer as. Well, in in the same way that Steve is slightly funny, I think Blair's slightly funny as well, because his pet peeves are excessive swearing, no swearing, and excessive makeup. So He, he clearly wants to be the comic relief. Yeah, he just wants someone with the right amount of swearing, guys. Is that what we all want? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and she is a pediatric nurse from Ohio, but lives in Florida. Shocker. Uh, she wants someone with the same attitude in life as her, who's successful and with their own goals. She's controlling and a perfectionist and gets feisty when not winning. Uh, she also does not open her mouth much when talking. How many cats do you think she owns? <laughs> um, I'm going to guess two or three. She does strike me as a cat. Yeah, I was, I was going to put the over-under at four. Over <laughs> four or below four? <laughs> I, I think under, but only slightly. Um, it, yeah, if you're aware of Florida, man, that does not shock me that she lives in Florida. Wonder why there's still uh, Ryan's glasses from Masonry Canada. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> She's also one of two races so far to compare herself to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is the thing head. these days. She, As you yeah, know, she. Yeah, she. I'm not very enthused by this team. <laughs> and yet, this is the team we've talked about most. Um, you're the one talking. <laughs> yeah, true. And uh, they're also one of a few people, they're both one of a few people who want to go to Thailand. So, you know, good luck with that. You might just get the chance if you make it to like three. So, shall we move on to a team that I know Ben is going to hate on? Because he's already warned me he's going to hate on them. It's Bergen and Kurt. And the team that might be interesting. <laughs> yes, Ben, take it away. <laughs> uh, you go first. Talk about, talk about the like, Make the Car video or whatever. I'll add on to that. So Bergen is from Minnesota, but works in Silicon Valley for a tech startup, so yet another California resident. In uh, his blind date partner, he wants someone mature, uh, with a good career. His wishes are someone who is tall, all-American, with muscles and a great smile. And he's a great traveler, but has never left the US, not even Canada, when he lived in North Dakota. And <laughs> I'm just picking up on the ridiculous things that people are saying now. Um, Kurt is a pageant coach, because that's a job, and he's very Kentucky. He does, however, have clothes. And... Uh, <laughs> Yes! Mark Jackson reference. Uh, 
And also, he's the only person in their bio to basically admit he's a recruit. Because he says that he said yes to Amazing Race. And he's never left the US or had a relationship before. And he describes himself as manipulative, with the testosterone of a man and the wrath of a woman. So, take it away. So then, somewhere at the end of Kurt's video, he mentions uh, something, I want a real masculine guy, I don't want... I don't... So blah blah blah. I don't want to date a woman or something. And I was and yeah. You know, but a of all, sorry, I just I just hit my mic. <laughs> a of all, if this if this is like, let's just take apart the fact that you aren't you know that at all. You are a pageant queen who does pageants for a living. Let's take that out. But first of the you know, if you were that, but you're not. Well. You still, you would still be the one. You're living in Kentucky. You would still be in the closet. The guy, the people, the, the people who are out there who are feminine or whatever, are the ones that had the strength, had the courage to go out there and fight for their fight for the equal rights movement. If it weren't for that, you'd still be in the closet. So, respect, please. Respect. Not for you, for the people who you're, the people people who you're dismissing. That's all I have to say, because yeah, yeah, I'm not looking forward to them. No, I think they're going to be quite annoying. No, it's not that. It's just like... Okay, I think they'll be like first, though. Kurt, Kurt lacks such experience. Yeah, I mean, the... I think they'll be quite an early boot, but I think we'll be cheering them being a boot. I feel like the, the Ali Ashley spot of... Yeah, like, Kurt just... just this place after doing nothing all right. They, they just. Imagine like seven, 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 eight. Yeah, I think they're going to be a bottom feeding team. That was inappropriate. Yeah, because neither of them have traveled, and Kurt and Kurt just doesn't seem like he's really left his own little world. I think the world of the Amazing Race is going to be way too big and overwhelming for him. Especially in probably the most overwhelming country that they go to first ever in Japan. Where there's a ridiculous language barrier, and they tend to do ridiculous tasks there. Hopefully, we won't get a Japanese game show. But if we do, Ugh, no <laughs> Japanese game show, please. No Japanese game show. No Japanese game show. I think if there was a Japanese game show, we'd probably know about it already. I think they would have been hyping the hell out of it rather than the fact that they're hyping the hell out of the U-turn instead. The, the but quote Japanese game show unquote is always fairly racist, so I'm glad, I'll be glad it doesn't show up. <laughs> you, you mean stereotypes like riding down a slippy hill inside a teacup a la Takeshi's Castle is not racist? <laughs> I don't know what that's going <laughs> Or, um... The Wasabi Roll game in Major Race 15, or the it's diving. Wrong. It's, it's actually. Eat the Wasabi! <laughs> there we are. The pronunciation is key. Super Happy Family Wish Time. Yeah, Super, super Kawaki Family Wish Time. Super Happy Mega uh, Family Smiling Family Wish Show. <laughs> and what that with the Simpsons references? The most. The knife goes in, the guts come out. <laughs> Mr. Spackle! <laughs> That's Chinese, I think. Ah, close enough. Uh, so Kurt describes himself as abrasive as well. And he's scared of flying. Oh, we're still talking about them? Yeah, just about. <laughs> because the next team is so, so, so boring. In fact, the next two teams are so boring. I, I should note... I should note that Bergen's hair reminds me of the protagonist from Citizens of Earth, which is a game that an indie game that recently came out uh, a month ago. So about two viewers will get that reference. Yeah, I'm now going to Google it and see if I can agree with you. His hair reminds me of one in, uh, one in, one in every three gay guys in any city ever. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does actually, Logan. Citizens of Earth is the 
Oh, Earthbound every, parody, every, by the way. Every, every, Just every in case anyone so should we talk about our two blandest teams? Yes, it's getting blander. We've already, we've already done we've already done a Doctor Doctor Dating couple. It's Holly and Jonathan. And he's just here to promote new kids on the block. And yeah. I can we just skip this team? <laughs> I'm asking permission for us to just skip them entirely because I have no notes on them whatsoever. Uh, I have brief notes on them. They met in LA when Jonathan was working. Holly's a group fitness trainer. They can be very indecisive. Jonathan lists farming as a hobby. Are they the new beaten boys? And of course, because of him being in New Kids on the Block, as if you didn't guess, he has extensive travel experience. Uh, question, how old are you guys? 21. 23. And Logan? 23. Yeah, I I was I think at least where I am in the world I was like after New Kids on the Block time so I kind of had no idea who he is. I sort of find the concept that, yeah they finally got yeah they finally got a, a boy band member on the show that's that's like cool good for them. Poor Lance Bass. Yeah, it's a bit of a. But like yeah, and you know it's fun. It's always nice seeing like where. And where an Asian Asian pop star who's who's constantly lives in, lives in the Hollywood machine is off to, but yeah, I mean, like visually, they're probably one of the only teams they're gonna remember because you know, like I think that like fourth or third on the list of teams I'll actually remember from the season, at least in the cast previews. But apart from that, yeah, they're all right, I guess. Uh, I have opinions on them, which is. Which I've already expressed, which is more than I can say for a lot of the other dating teams this season. So, I must yeah. say that my sister did have a New Kids on the Box, uh, or New Kids on the Block lunchbox uh, growing up. So I believe anybody over the age of 35 has a general idea for who New Kids in the, on the Block are or could recognize that guy. I've never heard of his name before personally. And uh, apparently, oh, Michael's back. We don't have to talk about new kids on the block anymore. You saved us. Yeah, I just wanted to see how awkward I can make it and disappear. Um, is it a do-it-yourself podcast? It is. It, you can go play bocce ball for chickens. <laughs> They're in shape, I guess. Uh, I think I won't win. I'll probably get to, like... Uh, Fourth place. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're going to be. I predict the middle of the pack. I think they're going to be sort of Hal and Joanne style. Actually, uh, make that seventh place. I ho I hope and pray that they will destroy their legacy in the same way that Body Break did. Your legacy is destroyed, though. Well, get a fit and f off. Isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it part of the course that any aging pop star ends up on a reality show twenty years later? Yeah, but the thing is, if the soups taught me anything, there currently is a new Kids on the Block reality show with them and their crazy fans on a cruise ship that they keep mocking. So, you know... Oh, Tyler's going to be pissed. He probably didn't need to do it. <laughs> so, should we move on to Purple Jeff and Lida? Or Lida, whatever, however you pronounce the name. Yeah, a team I have an opinion on. <laughs> they are distinctive, and I remember them sort of. That's all. Uh, so she is very. Any other? As all I can say for any other dating team in the season that isn't like Matt, Mike, and Rochelle, gay couple, or Lebier and CJ. Yeah, so she is very Texan. He's a former military brat from uh, Idaho. She stole Trish Haggerty. He's out there from Survivor Kagayan. <laughs> I, th I think you mean Cass McQuillan's Be a Survivor Day outfit of Skeletal. But yes. Those words mean nothing to anyone. Ah, who cares? <laughs> um, so he is a pilot and she's a stewardess. And he reminds himself of JFK, which probably isn't the best thing to say around someone from Texas. Yeah, I hope the finish line isn't in Dallas. <laughs> I don't actually know where the finish line is, for once. 
I knew we had an LA start, and I knew Tokyo was the first location. I do not know where the um, where the finish line is, but I know it's not New York or LA. Alaska, Hawaii. I kind of don't want to Google it because I'll, you know, inevitably find spoilers. But I'll Google anyway. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to just Google it while you talk about Jeff and Lyda. After the podcast, <laughs> you've got people to tens of people to talk to. <laughs> Literally, ones of people. Hey, Eric. <laughs> um, so he wants to see Antarctica, which you know isn't necessarily a bad aim. And the first thing Antarctica's that cool if you like cold stuff. Yeah, I mean, the one time they've ever thought they were going to Antarctica was in All-Stars. The actual All-Stars. Instead of, you know, yes. that bastardization we had last season. Don't talk about unfinished business like that. True. <laughs> Ironically, the finish line is in He's Dallas. pilot. Can I just find out? <laughs> If, if he's a pilot and she's a stewardess, um, I think I know what club that they're a member of. What, the Mile High Club? <laughs> yes, that is correct. I went with a cheap joke there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, did the, I did the clever one of the JFK joke. So shall we talk about the one team that I think we all actually quite like? Yeah. Ben's already mentioned them. It's Mikey Zero and Rochelle. Uh, Mikey Zero, what? <laughs> That's his wrestling persona. <laughs> oh, he's a wrestler, cool. Her, her pet peeve is that when he's in public, he's always in his Mikey Zero persona. That's how we know about it. Ah. I didn't know, I didn't know about that. <laughs> I don't like them last. Um, so they are both from Michigan. He manages a truck shop uh, owned by his parents, and she's an engineer by day and a roller derby girl by night. Yay! Cool, she's cool, I like her. She is like... Works. Yeah, she's an engineer. She's probably the cleverest person in the cast. Um, cool. And they balance each other out. He's very social due to his job, and she's ultra-violent due to her, her hobby. If you haven't picked up by now, like um, their kind of their kind of character are like the archetype of a person I do root for in related television right off the bat. I so, I instantly liked Rochelle and Mike. Um, I'm allowed to make Rolly W girl so jokes because I'm allowed to make I'm allowed to make Rolly W girl jokes purely because one of my best friends is one. And you know she will probably beat the shit out of me for making jokes about it, but I don't care. <laughs> Um, so she is scared of heights and a vegetarian, and she has an eight-year-old son. And he bottles up his anger. His volcano erupts too much to scouts liking. Good luck finding a wife to put up with it. You make it sound like being a vegetarian is a bad thing, Michael. Listen, I have to spend the day with you. Being a vegetarian is a bad thing. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Went for the cheap joke. We need like a we need like a button that automatically automatically sounds crickets. Yeah, it's called the off button then, or the eject button. <laughs> um, and he has the single greatest celebrity comparison for her, maybe ever, in anything I've seen. <laughs> he compares her to Kesha, and it is. He compares her to Kesha. Smart party girl. Sounds, sounds yeah. apt. Party girl, don't get hurt. <laughs> Isn't comparing someone to Kesha like comparing someone to sort of about 2006 Britney Spears? Sort of no. a little bit mental. Kesha's smart. She's like, she's like a math prodigy. Really? And she writes, and she yeah, writes really TikTok, TikTok, Michael. A very good comparison to be compared to. Really? Kesha is a math prodigy? Or maths prodigies, people in the right country say? Yeah. 
Like the entire the entire drunk dirty party girl thing is persona. I'm now googling it. Um. Epoch's updated on that. <laughs> There's nothing, nothing about maths in here, or about her being a prodigy. Well, she's very, she's a lot smarter than you know her image suggests. Look her up on crack. She had, she had, an, she had a section on people who were actually geniuses on cracked. All right. I'll take you word for it. After the podcast. Yeah. Um, she doesn't always listen to him when he gives advice. And she also gets legitimately pissed off if he beats her at anything. And she cuts them off during the during the interview as well, right after they talked about the listening part, which, which uh, highly amused me. I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they will be the fan favourites by a mile. I don't think there's any team who are yes. more well liked. I think they'll be unless she's unless she, she's outspoken and then she'll be hated. Because you know that's how it works. Mm, I'm I'm not sure about her even if she is outspoken. I think she's probably likable enough for it to not match she's outspoken. Actually. They just better hope the race doesn't go to Dubrovnik. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Michael, your mic is muted. Yeah, we might have some news on the Cat and Jesse front soon. Might we, Ben? Maybe. We shall see. In a couple of weeks. Ooh. But I'm sure we'll keep talking about that. <laughs> like we're going to talk about the Green Ocast fairly soon, because, you know, we haven't talked about it yet, and it's awesome. So, he wants to go to Tokyo. Leon wishes my command. You can go to Tokyo. Yeah. And they're making Thailand as well, because we they're in that picture. I wasn't going to point that out then, but yes, they are. <laughs> given, that's, I'm good. That's good. Yeah, given, given that they officially are the only team we know make it to Leg 3, because I'm assuming Leg 3 will be Thailand. There's Jackie and what's her face? How's his face? Bracky! Yeah, Bracky and Jeffrey as well. And I, actually, I think there's one other team that I know make it pretty far, but I won't plan that out. I might say it if you want me to later. These uh, guys. Yeah. So, who, how far do we think they're gonna get? Fifth place. I've probably said that like five times already, but it seems like a go-to answer. Yeah, I. Actually, maybe sixth place. I don't think they'll win, but I think there's a reasonable chance of them making it to the final leg. I just don't think they'll win. Uh, I, I don't think they'll have the endurance to make it that far into the race, especially if they end up in a country that has a hot climate, like Namibia, for instance. Uh, I think they're just going to be out. If Pat and Jessica can make it through a hot country, they, anyone can. Yeah. I think she's, she will have better endurance than he will. He will be the big question mark because she... Roller Derby is a very energetic pastime to have. Isn't wrestling too? Yeah, well, wrestling's acting. If I said it. If you're on the roids. Yeah, true. I, th I think he's going to be... Can't just feel like there's a singer and a singer at home mum, so that basically sounds like a graphic. And if they can get, if they can make it through that country, then well, like I said, anyone can. It all depends on whether they completely recreate the Australian lake, which they probably will, because it'll probably be all around Nankuza again. But did they show a switchback for Namibia in the preview there at the end of season 25's finale? Because it showed them doing the same board slide off the one. Dune there as they did in season two of the Amazing Race. I need to rewatch that preview actually because I only went back and watched it to get the screen cap of uh, Mike doing the Thailand dancing. I need to rewatch that. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I have been trying to keep blinkers on and stop finding out stuff about this season because I. Once I find something out, I do tend to keep looking, and then I'll find a boot list, and then, you know, the preview's pointless for me. 
So we have one team left, and it's our final blind dating team. And someone, one of them, who has another ridiculous statement in, in their bio. It's Jaylani and Jenny. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> so he is a sports agent from New York, and uh, she is a lawyer and blogger from L.A. A food blogger, to be precise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She seems good. I like her. She seems very interesting and very out there, so... I think they are going to be quite a successful team, but she also has ridiculous statements. Like, she doesn't want someone who's not open-minded, or someone who has an aversion to desserts. And she also compares herself to Norma Jean Baker, which is the real name for Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I mean, I love desserts, but if I was on The Amazing Race, I would not put that I didn't want to be partnered up with someone who had an aversion to desserts, because that is a weird thing to be picky about. Having said that, if you know me and you don't like cake, then you're not worth knowing, but, you know, swings in my rights. Let them eat cake. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> what about the band cake? Never heard of them. On the subject of uh, Mary Antoinette and our favourite iteration of Amazing Grace, last season on the Israeli one, they took them to France and made them eat the entire components of a cake, including a raw egg and candles. For fun. Uh, and that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's back to our uh, recurring theme of Hammer Arts Lamillion being ridiculous. One day we'll win Hebrew and recap it. Yeah, maybe eventually. Maybe we should just get Logan to do it for his blog. You fancy Yes, I'll learn Hebrew. And be all and be all prepared uh, in about a year or so. Listen, I'm kind of trying to learn Dutch at the moment to make Vistamol a bit easier. The least you can do is learn uh, Hebrew for us. Yep. Everyone pick a language and we blog about that. Uh, and blog about any reality that is filmed in that language. So, hey, I had to learn Kiwi. I had to learn Kiwi so I could sit through a race in New Zealand, so Australia versus New Zealand. So at least you can do a table. Seriously, you do not want me to blow out Vistamol because I will take to it like a duck to water. <laughs> so uh, he wants someone hey. who will enjoy the experience and compete. He doesn't want someone bitchy or whiny, and he wants someone compassionate. And she wants someone super, super intelligent and who is funny, strong, and a team player. And his hobbies include... Did you guys know that they're making a... Go. Did you guys know they're making a spin-off of Jack Horseman? I did not. Yeah, it's going to be called uh, Peanut Butter and Jelani. Of course. Uh... So his hobbies include bar hopping. And talking of Amazing Race, Australia versus New Zealand, she's feisty. So she can go eat a dick. Aston and Christy. Uh, I hear he has a crush on Hilda. Who's Hilda? From Amazing Race. Oh. Four because in Din Jelani's bio, he says he has a crush on the women of dragons. Oh, yeah. Surely you mean to Game of Thrones rather than, you know, an obscure Amazing Race former racer. <laughs> but yes, he did mean Khaleesi for anyone out there that's confused. And Daenerys. Yeah, it's Daenerys. Even though I don't watch Game of Thrones, I know that. And title is crazy. Game of Thrones. Um, And also, she aspires to catch lobsters with her bare hands. (laughs) She just has a ridiculous bio. She might be a friend of Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Zoe. (laughs) 
<laughs> Please don't tell me that we'll be seeing Jenny deep throw a uh, Snickers bar. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll do a sexy uh, main related calendar. Oh, um, I did not want to say that. Yeah, it's good you said lobsters because I initially had crabs in, in my uh, in my notes here, so my mistake. <laughs> we're, we're back to Jackie. <laughs> so, so this is a very busy podcasting week for us. We will be back on Friday for me and Ben at half seven in the morning. Uh, for me, which is half six in the evening for Ben and half eleven in the evening on Thursday for Logan to recap episode one. We'll then be back this time next Sunday to recap episode two. And uh, if you enjoyed the show, and even if you didn't, please give us a like on the YouTube. And if you want to see what we're rambling about this week, our Twitters are in the description down below. And finally, if you've not heard the interview that Logan and I did with Amazing Race Royalty Team Guido, I'll post a link in the description too. Anything else to say? Um, who goes on the Amazing Race to promote their blog like Jenny? <laughs> who, who would do that? <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about Jenny. Given, you know, if her bio is anything to go by, she's going to be ridiculous. Also, where do we think they're going to place? Now that I've wrapped us up. And, you know, we're still, oh. still filming. I don't know. Tenth place, tenth place again. Another pack. Although yeah. I did, I did find it. Re- I do find it pretty strange that the only, mi- the only minority blind daters are paired up with each other. Well, to be fair to them, they couldn't pair Bergen and Kurt with anyone else. Bracky and Jeffrey are made for each other. Tyler and Laura are sort of bland enough for each other, and uh, is the other one that I've forgotten. Exactly. Matt and Ashley, uh, no, Matt and Ashley aren't, are they? Who is that? Uh, Blair and Blair Haley. Blair and Haley and Tyler and Laura, we also forgot. Yeah. <laughs> no biggie, is it? <laughs> Anything else to say, guys? <laughs> I hope the tasks really are good, because that's the only thing good. about this season I can look forward to. Yeah, but I agree. I think we're going to be looking for tasks rather than, you know, the cast which is a worry. So, thanks for watching and listening. We'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye.